My name is Marissa. I go by she, they pronouns. I am a third year transfer student um, majoring in history of art and architecture. And I am also minor in English. That is, that is something happening recently. Uh, anyway, hi, Katie. Hi, Marissa. <laughs> I'm Katie. I use she, her pronouns. I co-host this lovely podcast with Marissa. I'm a third year psych and brain science major with an applied psych minor. And I do random various stuff on campus, similar to Marissa. How are you doing today, this lovely Friday? You know, I, considering the fact that I didn't woke up, I didn't wake up the greatest, it mm. ended up being very productive. Surprisingly. Ooh. Surprisingly, oh. I know. It's new for me. Because usually on Fridays when I have no classes, I'm like, you know what, I'm just going to stay in bed. That's, mm. <laughs> that's usually the vibes, unless I have a meeting. Um, but today I had no meetings. I woke up early, earlier than both of my roommates, which Whoa. I, yeah, I know. Um, and then I ended up, so I have a project. So one of my final projects is a historical reenactment. Yeah. I, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. What does that entail? What does so that mean? <laughs> the class is called Ancient Spectacle and we're studying um, ancient Roman Greek spectacles. Hmm. And so we, as a class, we're doing this project together and we chose a funeral procession and funeral games as our historical reenactment. And essentially um, the group or not the group the class was like divided into like different like groups so props costumes um actors oh, wow. um, for really both the out. i know for the for the funeral and then for the funeral games so i'm part of props wait can you wait are you saying funeral games yes okay so f- little history lesson you guys um in the ancient world funerals were a little bit different um and so they very heavily relied on this idea that you had to honor the dead in order to be given back like like societal expectations given back like fruitful fortune Hmm. um and so they did funeral games so that they can disperse the wealth of the dead with the living and honor the dead by doing so so that's kind of where that comes from (laughs) that's insane the competitive games between people or yeah like like games that they would play in the olympics like i'm not how we do this nowadays i well they still do some of the games like um what's the best like javelin throwing i i know that's still a thing Mm. but like it's a little i don't i don't know who's called javelin throwing anymore but Mm. um i know that's still a thing um but they would do various activities and i'm part of the props group for the athletic or for the funeral games mm-hmm. and so we have to make the props so i'm specifically in charge for the opening so after the procession like whatever comes after that um and so back in the day they used to have shields that had like emblems of like which city state they represented um and so instead of shields because we don't have the budget for that you know um art department is kind of poor (laughs) really poor um so we're doing flags and so (laughs) 
I ha- I bought giant wooden sticks from Home Depot. Oh my gosh. And I bought a $6 shower curtain that I cut up into four different flags. No way. And so we're painting flags for each of the uh, actors. There's four of them. Um, and so that's what's happening this morning. I was painting one of the um, icons. One of them's a city-state that used Poseidon as their like iconography. So mm-hmm. I put a trident and a hippocamp on it. A hippocamp is half horse, half serpent thing. Um, if you don't know what that is, it's in the Percy Jackson movies for all my nerds out mm. there. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> but that's what I was doing. And then I went to Starbucks and I actually finished one of my papers. I don't know how that happened. Well, your, your, well, your I... girl's on a roll today. Honestly. I have not been that productive at all. I have a paper due tonight and I have... I have an intro written, so nice. we're getting somewhere. Um, for me, writing papers just does not come as easily, or like as it's just not. Mm, it's not fun for me at all. So it takes me a long time to get motivated for it. Um, back to what you were saying, I'm so intrigued by these funeral games. So <laughs> so intrigued. I honestly think our society would benefit from having competitive, like sport, like games at our funerals because. I feel like everyone always says, like, when I die, like, make it a, a celebration of life. Like, a Oh, party. yeah, it's going like, to be a dance party. I want I a dance want, party. I want a dance party, but I want it competitive now. Kind of like a just dance, if you will. Like, a just <laughs> Dancing dance. Dancing with the stars, but funeral edition. Just dance the game, but you have to wear, like, a, like a show dress and heels. And there's going to be a tiered competition, like, layout of all the invitations. It's a very exclusive event. Love. I Love. think we would benefit from competitions. I, you know, some people in mourning would disagree with you, but, um, <laughs> <laughs> but no, funeral games, it's just been really interesting. Um, the paper that I was doing, though, was on research. I had to do a little research paper about it. Hmm. Um, and I don't know. It's really interesting. Um, I never knew about it before this class, and I love ancient Greece and ancient Rome and learning about it. So that was fun um but yeah no i'm excited because the funeral that's going to happen the props group for that they're making their own body to be cremated no way i'm not kidding like it's gonna be like a full-on body in like um it's not a casket but something you can carry down the steps to um we're doing it at commencement green um, and if you don't know, if you're not from UCSB, it's in front of the Stinky Lagoon. Anyway, um, <laughs> I'm from UCSB and I still have never heard anybody call it Commencement Green. I figured out what you meant because I know graduation is by the lagoon, but yeah. So are you, are you filming this and then turning it in? No, this is like a live thing that's happening that you can like attend. It's going to be March 14th from 9 to 1045. You could totally join for anyone Wait. listening from UCSB. <laughs> um 9 to 10 45 march 14th please join us um it's also on our instagram at ucsv students if you want to check out more information um it is a whole thing um and also we're going to have audience participation so we're gonna have clap cards and everything (laughs) no way okay maybe i need to go to this i like in my head when you had told me about this originally i thought it was a filmed project that you turn in and then could get graded so is your professor is this your class time that this is happening yet yeah it's our final 
basically. It's so wild. <laughs> oh my gosh. My classes are so boring. Welcome to our history, bro. Hello, everyone. Editing Marissa here. Um, I apologize in advance for disrupting your listening. Um, however, I did a little oopsie. And the historical reenactment is at 9.30 a.m., not 9. So if you are planning on going uh, next week, or for those of you who are li not listening to this on Friday, uh, March 14th, um, just know that no one's going to be ready at 9 in the morning. Uh, it's going to be at 9.30. So we would love for you to join us. And thank you so much for listening. Bye. Like, I'm not oh kidding gosh. about that I either. <laughs> <laughs> I took two biology classes and all of the gen chem series and I took a lab well I didn't have to do that I I made a lot of mistakes coming into college and took extra classes because I was a COVID baby and I spent my freshman year at home in good old Lake Elsinore so I wasn't really getting mentored in the way that I would have if I was here so I ended up taking chem 1c and a lab which I did not need to take to be a psych and brain science major but I did. So that's on my record for no reason. Nobody cares. <laughs> Nobody. I cared. I was emotionally distraught for an extra like two quarters. So if you're listening at home and you want to be a psych and brain science major, don't do that. Um, if you want, if you're going into the arts, really double check what you need <laughs> to, um, what you need to do as far as your general ed goes, because to be honest with you, you don't need to do half of it. Like oh. I never took the SAT or ACT um wait what <laughs> why was my why was my high school experience so like intense well because here's the thing as a transfer student I was going to a community college and you don't need that in order to get into said community college you need it if you're going from high school to a direct four-year um which I think even now that it's optional I think they're not yeah. necessarily looking at them anymore which honestly, I think is a good thing personally, because I don't think your acceptance into a school should be based off of a test. Um, and so, but I never had to do that, which is why I kind of, you know, promote community colleges, because I'm like, it's cheap and you don't have to do that stupid test. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah, I didn't know that you didn't have to submit your SAT scores to join. But I should have known that because I've taken community college classes while I I was in high school, but I just like never really processed how that like process was because I had my mom's help and she was kind of doing a lot of it for me. But wow. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. The more you know. Honestly, honestly. Anyway, so uh, anything happening, Katie? We've talked about my wonderful class. How about you? What's going on? <laughs> All of a sudden, my my brain is blank. That is just so <laughs> intriguing, and I don't have anything crazy going on like that. I have a paper due that I'm going to write right after this. Love. Um, I'm throwing an event next week, which I'm really excited about, for Ooh. campus through my internship uh, called the Student Affairs Student Staff Appreciation Lunch, which is going to be like 200 people. Um, Ooh. <laughs> I'm going to keep saying ooh. <laughs> we don't have to insert the sound effects. Marissa will just do it for us. Um, But I <laughs> basically have like 200 students I've invited that are working on campus in different departments of student affairs, which is basically everything on campus, if you're wondering. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I'm just throwing like a little, 
I was gonna say little lunch. It's a big lunch. I'm throwing a big lunch for all these people. You're I'm doing like a throwing a gala. <laughs> I'm throwing a gala, but I'm making it really casual because I don't think that if I was a student employee, well, I am, but like if I was invited to this and not running it, I wouldn't want it to be super formal. I'd want to just like kind of come get my free lunch, enter the raffle, and then if I have things to do, like go. So I'm trying to accommodate as many students as possible, but it's stressful. It's a lot of planning. And I had to pick out linens. Like, what? Who prepares you for that? I was looking at a website full of linens, and I was like, I don't know. Don't know what I'm doing. So that's, like, the biggest thing on my plate right now. Love. Um, And she says it's not that big. Girl, come on. No, I pressure myself. No, it's it's pretty big. I... It was weird. It's like a whole process of inviting people and certain amount of people for each department, because if it was everybody, then it... I don't know what that would look like. That'd be a lot of people. So when you say free on campus, everyone comes running. I kid you not. Yeah, <laughs> it's free, but you have to be on. I wouldn't call it a guest list, but like some sort of guest. Like you, I'm reaching out to department heads, and they're inviting a certain amount of people from their department. So you have to be on the list that I don't have right now that I'm going to be making next week, basically. Very nice. But yeah, I'm very excited about that. Marissa, you should come to that. I don't. I don't think I've invited you. <laughs> Um, I don't think you'll have either. I was just waiting for the oh Marissa, you're invited, but it just didn't happen in that oh sentence. My gosh. Marissa, you're so invited. I just have been emailing so many random people. Please come to this. Please come. I appreciate you and all the work you do. Oh my gosh. I, I'm like, I fit all the check boxes of oh. student staff. Um, I will be forwarding that email to you ASAP. Don't let me forget because you are so invited and we have free lunches. Love. I'm really Love. excited about it um so yeah that's the biggest thing happening yeah I to be honest with you just like the end of the quarter is always just crunch time for everybody absolutely so yeah and that is partly why there's only two of us on this podcast but you know it's fine because it is it is okay because we're gonna have a girl talk because it is guess what month it is is it woman's history month it might be i mean i'm just saying oh my gosh um (laughs) i would love to touch on that in this podcast today with you especially because us have our little girl talk maybe the the listeners at home can get a little bit of a sense of what we're like and what me and marissa's conversation sound like just (laughs) outside of the pod let's have our little girly talk um have you ever utilized the woman center in the srb or the aka the student resource building for those of you unaware so yes and no kind of so fun fact about myself i'll sign up for things even if i don't know if i'll go to them just so that i could go to them if i wanted to go to them (laughs) and so i have gone to like women's center slash health and wellness events before Mm -hmm um like i went to it was like uh it was something about it was like period friendly like they were talking about like tips on um like women's periods and stuff anyway long story short uh they were giving out free stuff anyway i went to that thing i don't remember what it's called do not quote me um (laughs) well that's super awesome yeah but there was one event though one event that i wish i did end up going to but I just couldn't because I forgot about a meeting that I had (laughs) um and it was this thing it was about like um it was a four-week like program where you went once a week and they like hosted 
where women would talk about their experiences, like little table talk. And I really wish I went to that because like also a workshop and they had speakers and stuff. And I'm like, you know, I regret, <laughs> I regret, but I was really happy that they were doing that because it was a really good turnout according to people that I knew that went to it. So sad, but also happy. <laughs> That's like super awesome. I unfortunately was really unaware of the student resource building until this year I had never stepped foot in it last year and of course first year not here and it's something I wish I had really explored more because mm -hmm. those they we have some awesome resources including it's the a cereal in there like it is so cool the folded cranes like hanging from the ceiling yeah. you could stare at those all day mm -hmm. anyways I was in a meeting earlier with a representative from the women's center and she was talking about how they have like soup Wednesdays and they give out soup on Wednesdays. And I don't soup. really know the details of this. I bet you have to sign up and like make sure they don't um, like over, don't have too many people in attendance when they don't have enough supplies. So I bet there's yeah. a process for it. But I'm looking into it because I would love a pick me up soup on a Wednesday, a midweek soup a to get me through yeah, the week. Yeah, a soup. A soup. soup, and I'm not even a big soup fan, but I think that that is just so cute and awesome, and they're just always doing fun little things like that. And they were mentioning that they're considering doing an oatmeal bar next quarter, <gasps> like on Monday mornings, so your your week started right, and having a bar with oatmeal and different toppings. And I think that would be so awesome. And I love the Women's Center. It's also just like such a great place to study, in my opinion. It's also one of the first, like, it, in terms of like the first organizations when you first walk into the student resource center it's like the first one at the door yeah. like you cannot miss it anyway um dude i love a good oatmeal bar honestly i feel like oatmeal is hated on but that's a whole other conversation we have a whole conversation about oatmeal <laughs> i'm pro oatmeal though 100 so uh oh it's just gosh. funny oatmeal bar just sounds really funny to me more like a it also, buffet <laughs> i love a buffet have you ever been to mm -hmm. a sizzler <laughs> not the sizzler my mom and i would go to sizzler when i would get like honor roll in elementary school so i associate Jeez. sizzler with like Good. that is some fine dining exactly we're going to sizzler that is an experience and that <laughs> is a reward it's like a reward and hey oh, you got a sizzler when i got an a my mom went through the mcdonald's drive through to get a mcflurry that was my <laughs> Hey, I love a McFlurry. Say less. And we have the Shamrock Shake back this month. So I'm not a fan, dude. Okay, well, I mean, I just, I, I'm not a, I'm not a fan. Um, I'm going to be an Oreo McFlurry until like, you know, I just, you can't go wrong with the classic. And yeah, I personally think that the people that get the M&M McFlurries are insane. <laughs> it's, like it's a red flag. It's a red, red flag to me. I, I want people that get M&M or, or McFlurries to stay away from me. <laughs> Genuinely. I mean that. So maybe if you're like, that's maybe some dating advice or new friendship advice. If you're talking to someone, ask them what kind of McFlurry they get. Because I think that says a lot about your personality. Mm -hmm. Anyways, we're getting way off track here. <laughs> I also wanted to talk about... um. I was going to ask you if you have any experiences with the RCSGD too, because I've been dabbling in going to the RCSGD more, the Resource Center for Gender and Sexual Diversity, for anyone that does not know, also in yes. the SRB. 
Yes, another one in the SRB. Dude, I love going in there. I just, just so much pride. I love it. Um, anyway, uh, <laughs> no, I have a funny story. So, like, right after I got accepted to UCSB, I am a transfer. If people did not catch that, um, so this is technically my first year here at UCSB. Um, when I after I first got accepted, I applied to be the um secretary for the yeah 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 um and I went through the meeting and you know and I chatted about how I've done marketing and graphic design before really extensively um and they really liked that and I didn't get the job however I get an email and the person who interviewed me they're like um there's um a person that is really looking for a social media content creator um they happen to be the assistant dean and I'm like so sign me up you know like <laughs> I'm intrigued fancy. Yeah. yeah and then my supervisor now Enberg lovely lovely person um love they it. we love it um they emailed me and they're like do you want this job so we had a little like a little zoom meeting like I already had the job at that point they were just making sure I wanted it and I'm like did I just get a job without trying this is why for a different office than what yeah. you applied for. I did not know that's how you had your current position. Yep. For the, wow. Mm-hmm. I Because that's crazy that you applied for the front desk because they put out their applications for next year, I think. Mm-hmm. And there's a few different positions. And I really, really, really want to apply this weekend. I don't know what one specifically, because I know they have like program um like outreach and stuff like that and also just like the front desk but I know they manage a lot of social media and I don't know how I feel about that I don't know if I would be the best at it well that's but... why I applied for it because I was you like, would be great because <laughs> uh, I uh, my first job ever I was customer service so I have experience like dealing with mm. people and then also I do social media now obviously I wouldn't be here if I didn't um <laughs> but yeah no that's why I applied but it was just really funny because it's like I didn't get the job that I applied for but I got the job that I probably needed at this point because um the job at um the resource center would have been like I would have to be there so it is kind of nice that I'm at a job where I could do it anywhere I could do it at a Starbucks yeah I could do it it on the couch you know it's great (laughs) that honestly is awesome I love when things kind of fall together that's super cool that's how you got your current position and I love when things fall together like that but Mm -hmm. they also similar to the women's center throw events and stuff and I recently collabed with the RCSGD and the women's center and health and wellness I don't know how I didn't think about this until right now for an event that I was doing in my residence hall that I work in as an RA aka resident assistant Mm -hmm. um not a research assistant no 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 also resident (laughs) I am not doing labs. Anyways, I did a like sexual health promotion event and I collabed with all of them and they also were throwing a bunch of events, but that's why I got into researching, maybe applying for the RCS I don't know. Maybe I'll I, I approve. I approve. I can't wait to visit you. Like oh. yes, manifesting. We're speaking far into the future, but I I'm manifesting it too. I'm manifesting it too. Exactly. I think that's something I would be good at. Mm-hmm, exactly and you know what there's no there's no shame in manifesting like six months into the future <laughs> no not at all exactly 
my gosh um speaking of centers have you ever been to the transfer student center i know you're not a transfer student but (laughs) i have actually only been in there for my training i did like an srb tour for my Mm -hmm. ra training and we went to the transfer student center and i've met with people from the transfer student center just to have those resources for other people but i haven't kind of gone on my own and done my own kind of scope of it or gone with someone that's a transfer student so maybe we should go together how is how is it like in there well actually that's how I met my one really good friend now um funny story so when I first got here I was like I need to go to a transfer event because your girl needs to find friends and the best place to go is from people who had the same struggle right um and so they were having an event for um like art related majors um, and I met my bestie, and she's going to be on a future podcast episode. Stay tuned. Um, yeah. And we hit it off. But that's, like, how we met, and it was so funny. It was just, like, a little event. We had free snacks and basically just met at other transfers, which is really cool. Um, I didn't meet anybody from Pasadena, unfortunately, but I did meet a lot of people from Orange County for some reason. A lot of people okay. from Orange County. Very interesting. Anyway. But no, my experience with Transfer Student Center, I do go in there to study sometimes. Um, Fun fact, it is in the library. So uh, if you're on... What? You didn't know that? Maybe I haven't been to the actual center. Maybe I've only talked to, like, representatives. Do they not have anything in the SRB? They might. I'm not entirely sure. But the Transfer Student Center, like, the official center is in the library um it's on the uh, it's on the very right side i forgot what that entrance is called anyway long story short um it's in the library they have like like study areas with computers and they have free hot chocolate and it's great um free hot chocolate (laughs) um but no i went in there recently because um the same bestie that's why i mentioned her you know um (laughs) she uh takes ballet classes in the parks and rec center wow um and there's these little coupon voucher things did you say parks and rec center uh yeah we're just gonna ignore that the rec center you know what i'm talking about for those of you who know ucsb i know what i'm talking about that made me laugh that made me giggle that was awesome um sorry sorry (laughs) we're just gonna ignore it's natural because um at home i used to work with the parks and anyway um we're just gonna ignore that it's the recreational center here at ucsb okay are you happy i'm happy but we're keeping that in (laughs) anyways Um, rec center there she was doing ballet classes at the rec center and she told me about these vouchers that you get at the transfer student center to get money off of those classes because they are a little bit expensive um depending on what you're doing and me and my one roommate we really want to do yoga next quarter we're trying to get into that health and wellness we're trying to be calm you know like calm great versions of ourselves and we're like yoga is the best way to do it right um and so i went in there and they gave us uh, 50 dollars off vouchers for rec center classes that is so awesome i did not know that was a resource i think more people should know about that exactly um, but i also those... kind of don't want people to know so there's more for me but like anyway <laughs> but anyways like the podcast listeners can definitely know exactly. I think they, they can be in 
but mm-hmm. everybody else i trust you guys i'm just kidding no we can we can share the knowledge i think that's super awesome we should have more resources like that i know that some of those some of those prices are a little steep i really want to do the pottery one dude i love the pottery oh, i miss pottery i used to do it in high school and then i saw the prices and i'm like you know what we're just gonna keep those memories in high school stop <laughs> i love what it's like I went to, I started doing yoga at Core Power, which is like a local Goleta. I think it's a chain. Like, I think it's a whole whatever. Yeah. Yeah. But there's one in Goleta and you can do a free week if you're a student. And I did that. Um, I went, I think twice, but I really like yoga. It's just, it was like in that week when I had it for free, I was like, this is my new thing. I am yoga. Yoga is my new hobby. It's my <laughs> new, I am putting so much effort, thought and time into yoga. I like was looking forward to it. I was like really looking at all the, I was researching when that week was over and they told me the the price per month. All of a sudden, I don't even care about it. All of a sudden, it's not my, it's not a hobby. How much I've was never it? Done it before. Do you remember? It was like, oh, I don't want to speak. Oh my God. I don't know, but it was expensive. It was more than a gym membership for sure. Beef. I want to say close to $100. I might look it up because I don't want to be. A month? Yeah. <laughs> anyways but that's how i feel and i honestly want to get maybe i'll look into the yoga at the rexen not that i would have that discount but <laughs> that'd be awesome it is i to be honest with you i am not like i love hiking that's like my main form of exercise if i'm gonna go out and like actively do fitness like i love a good hike um but i don't i'm not a huge fan of gyms I think that's kind of yeah. And so gym culture, I'm not a huge fan. Um but uh like if I wanted to, there is a gym where I live. But anyway, um I just think that like yoga is like a good middle ground. Like it's you can commit to it if you want to, but it's also like just a safe space to kind of like learn a new form of like exercising, which I kind of really like about it. Um also, I have money off, so, like, I have no excuse not to go, so, yeah, um, yeah, and I'm also doing it with my roommate, which is also my bestie, so, you know, it's gonna be a great time. That's so time. awesome. Yeah. I personally love going to the rec because I am an ex-swim and water polo girly from high school. I played water polo and Gee. swim, and it was my entire life. I loved it so much, like, I was, I cared too much, like, I was the person on the team that cared too much. And, like, really wanted people to show up and, like, apply themselves just because I was so passionate about it. And as much as I look back and I'm like, okay, calm down. Like, you're 15. I do <laughs> miss having that. And I, it's, it's not like a basketball or a soccer where you can just go outside, get together a couple people and pass the ball around and at least have some sort of, like, form of that sport. Like, I'm never playing water polo ever again. That is never happening. Anyways. Because of that, I love going to the rec center and just swimming laps. I thought it would be more intimidating than it is, and it's really not. And I've had really good experiences going there and kind of just doing my own thing in my own lane. I've never really felt, like, intimidated by the people there or, like, judged um, unless I get super in my head, which I, I realize at the end of the day, like, nobody cares. Like, people are doing their own thing. I've seen a lot of older people come because I think that you can get love. a for the rec center as just a community member and there's a lot of older people that come and swim and I used to when I was going more consistently especially during summer there was this older gentleman that I was always in the lane next to and he would ask me to like check the time for him and it was really just like 
I felt no pressure, no judgment. And it was one of my favorite things ever. Because sometimes it can be scary, scary, especially when you go to a pool setting. Yeah. The, you just feel kind of exposed sometimes. And you're trying to just do something that you like. And it's not the cutest thing to be thrown on a cap and be walking around. So I'm pro Rexen and the things they do. Um, also, side note, I did look it up. And it's $189 a month for an all-access mm-hmm. membership. And they said that to me. And I looked at them and I said, no, thank you. And I like not even I know they give you a free week, but is that like just do they not give discounts for students for their memberships or no? Um, Because like I don't know. So pricey. Like, yeah, you give a free week and then you expect these students to like pay one hundred eighty nine dollars. Yeah, even Oof. I'm like looking and I, maybe there's more information if you like called and asked about it. Yeah. But they have an at home membership where you get like the on the live stream classes and that's still $50 a month. It's called YouTube. <laughs> Literally, though, that's how I feel. Sorry, not to out this company, but Katie I think... and I are starting our own yoga class. <laughs> Absolutely not. You know what I can't do is instruct people how to do yoga. Anyways, but they also um they have another free, not free trial, but like discounted trial for students I think this is all for specifically students but if you bought a yoga mat from them I think it was around $20 $12 something like that um you could get two weeks for free or something I don't know I think that they know that most of the people coming in are coming because they're trying it out because it's discounted or free in this case and in my opinion I think that says that they should lower the prices but that's what I'm saying I don't know a ton about the background of yoga or I don't know, but I, I just think that's a steep price to be asking. And I think that I, I would hope there's other options. And I think that the rec center is one of those options for students specifically that. Yeah. That I hope you have so much fun and I'll have to ask you next quarter more specifically about that. Yes. Yes. And for any of those who are listening that are, are from UCSB, um, the sign up for the rec center uh, classes uh, start March 13th, I believe. For most of them, I know pottery is a little bit different date, but if you are interested in taking any classes, definitely recommend. I didn't even know that, so I this is why I've come to this podcast too. Heather's <laughs> info of campus, we mm-hmm. kind of like fit together like a puzzle piece. You'll say things, and I'm like, I've never heard that before, and then I'll say things, and you're like, oh, what? And that's like yep. thing. Mm-hmm. Okay, so uh, you know, going back to you know, it's Women's History Month. I am curious. I am not a STEM major. I am not a woman in STEM. Unfortunately, I can't use that TikTok. I can't use that that sound. But I am curious because Katie, you are a woman in STEM. Um, what are some stereotypes? Have you encountered any stereotypes? Um, I am a woman in STEM, but I feel like within the woman in STEM community, if I dare say, I think being a psych and brain science major, people kind of like try to disclude me from like the woman in stem title i feel like i've had it from the club people from the club <sighs> right um i've had people kind of make comments that like i'm not a real stem major or like i'm not like at the same level as those people and as much as i think a chemistry major or a bio major is hard and has its own tribes and tribulations i don't know i just think that the whole point of having like a phrase like woman in STEM or like 
being able to say that is just to like uplift each other. So it's kind of frustrating when I hear people say stuff like that. When I went through Gen Chem, I went through Gem Chem. I went through bio to get to where I am. It's a BS. I don't know. I don't, not that I'm trying to defend myself, but I definitely have had some people make comments about that. And it's really frustrating for me. And I just think that this should just be a positive uplifting thing. And I've also kind of experienced, maybe you can touch on this. I've had people make comments like, if you are in STEM period, then you can like, then you have it harder and like your college ex- like experience is, oh, is more valuable <laughs> almost. And if you're not, then you can just take naps and, and dream about rainbows and sunshine and you can't you don't have to go to class you don't have to do anything like have you experienced people making comments like that because I feel like I've seen that from just my perspective it's brutal dude it is a war um I don't know I feel like I've gotten it more when I got here versus community college Mm because again it was online so I wasn't necessarily like meeting people face to face and even when I was on like my community college campus Like, obviously, there's those little, like, spurts of, like, oh, you're in the art major, like, department. You're, like, oh, you're one of those. Like, those types of comments. Here, they're just blatantly, like, oh, you don't have to do anything, right? Like, it's it's very, like, oh, yeah, I'm a poli-sci. Like, what do you do? Like, (laughs) that that's their, their comment. And I'm, like, I just like to say that just because art majors were not doing chem, we're not doing bio, I could never in a million years go into a chemistry class and be like, yeah, I know exactly what this means. Absolutely not, because it's not happening. Um, but I just feel like art majors are just underrepresented in terms of their value. Um, because like, I don't think people realize that like without art, it'd be so boring. Life would be so boring. I'm just saying. Fund the, I'm just fund the arts. Out there. Fund the arts. Literally. Universities, for high schools, for elementary, for every school district, everywhere. I think we should be funding the arts more because our society and our education broken or education system is kind of broken yeah. when it comes to that. And the, the distribution of efforts and resources is so skewed to, you know, doctors, lawyers, all these. So if we kind of yeah. don't fit into that box. And I'm also not going to sit here and say that like I do more work than STEM majors because let's be real my final project probably looks significantly different than your final exams okay like I'm not going to sit here and act like oh yeah what I'm doing is so difficult like sometimes it's hard but a lot of times it's fun it's interesting Um, but it's a lot of critical thinking like a lot of my work involves like theory Like, I'm not, there's no specific right answer, right? There's not, like, a formula I have to follow. It's more of my own ideas and me implementing that into historical context. Um, And so for some people, that might seem easier than others. It really depends on how you look at it. Um, But the reason why I went into art history is because as much as I love making art, I am an artist. As much as I love making art, I enjoy talking about art more. And so that's why I went into this major. And sometimes it's hard, sometimes it's not. But I'm also not going to compare it to STEM majors because I have heard my roommates complain about chemistry and I'm not, <laughs> I, <laughs> I'm like, I'm good. 
<laughs> I am good. <laughs> yeah. I think that just like in the spirit of Women's History Month, I I I'm saying we should squash the comparison part of that conversation. Like I think yeah. that we can say you're proud to be a woman in STEM without inferring that people outside of that women in art are, are less, less than or, exactly yeah, sometimes it becomes that it becomes like a competitive thing where I think that as like women in this society we should be uplifting each other especially like as much as we can and especially in the academic setting just because college can be hard for a multitude of reasons it's such a big transition and coming from whatever your hometown or your home situation looks like to this new lifestyle can be a big rough transition and becoming an adult is scary so in honors of in honor of women's history month i think that i'm happy that we have we've talked about this a little bit because i'm tired i think it it does need to be talked about because i do feel like it's like a common like argument that people have in terms of what college is like for um people who identify as women um and yeah i also agree with you that the argument of which one is better neither (laughs) neither is better than the other they just exist yeah exactly and in the grand scheme of things it's not gonna matter when you graduate anyway so you know (laughs) so true i think people should just be able to pursue their passions and i personally don't think i could write a history paper from any of your classes at all but (laughs) that's something you're interested in so I love that you're able to do that like it's it's all it's all relative to people and their mm-hmm. wants and wishes so exactly and that's like a great note to end you know what I'm saying <laughs> I agree let's uplift each other let's celebrate it's a great month to be talking it is also disability awareness month mm-hmm. so just wanted to highlight that really quickly before we sign off but yes but I, I hope I concur. Yeah, right. <laughs> but I hope to everyone listening that you enjoy this podcast mm-hmm. and we'll tune in next time and happy women's history month. Happy women's history month, ladies. Let's go, slay. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Bye.